Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Well, given the events of this weekend and the fact that today's gospel reading is about a demon that possesses an epileptic that the disciples are not able to exercise, it's very apropos that today we come to the last verse of the Lord's Prayer, the one in which we ask him to deliver us from evil. But in order to really kind of understand that line, we have to understand what evil is. And if we go back to the Greek, oponiros has a very interesting etymology, and it gives us a lot of things to chew on in terms of what is evil. The earliest use of the word oponiros meant the poor one or one in poverty, or one who is needy. Now, in context of the Lord's Prayer, this does not refer to those who have no money, those who have no power, those who have no food. Rather, it reminds us that in context of the fall, that we are all poor, and that once humanity had paradise, Once we lived in the kingdom of God and all of the spiritual riches that that offers, and now living with the consequences of the fall, we are indeed poor. Oponiros went on to be associated with things like useless, of little worth, or bad. And again, in context of the heavenly kingdom, we are worthless because we come from nothing. God created from nothing. Therefore, we are nothing without God. So therefore, without God, human beings are indeed useless because ultimately we have and can do nothing. Oponiros goes on to be associated with the meaning harmful. And here we begin to see now where oponiros can be applied to the gospel reading. Because, of course, evil is harmful to the epileptic boy. The demon inside of him throws him into the fire, throws him into the water. And these, of course, are dangerous things, harmful things. Oponiros also means full of trouble and sorrow. Not only does it harm the epileptic, but it brings trouble and sorrow to his loved ones. His father comes and gets down upon his knees before Christ. He is willing to humiliate himself and beg in order to help his son because of the trouble and the sorrow this possession has brought upon him and his family. Oponiros can also mean sickness or someone who is sick. This goes back to the fall, that with the fall comes the consequences of the fall. Illness, decay, and death. So illness 
is a sign, is a condition that demonstrates the separation that human beings have from God and his kingdom. And again, this boy is an epileptic, something that we in the modern scientific world understand as a disease. He is ill, he is sick. Oponeros also refers to someone who is morally reprehensible. And Oponeros is literally translated as the evil one. So someone who is morally reprehensible is the bad man, the bad person. So Oponeros refers to those who have no moral compass, those who don't see their fellow human beings as human beings, but rather as something to be used or overcome. And in this particular case, we are seeing that play out in our country today, where we have groups of people who are pitted against each other in neither side sees the other one as truly human, as truly valuable. They have lost, we as a nation have lost our moral compass. And Oponeros can also, since it is the evil one, be translated as the devil himself. He who is odiavolos, the one who divides. And again, we see that today played out every single day in this country, where we as Americans have decided that our particular association with a group, whether that is an ethnic group or a preference group or a political group, is more important than our own individuality. And that again was played out this weekend, where people decided that it was so important, these ethnic identities, that they were willing to stoop to violence and to terror. And finally, Opaniros refers to just evil, which is how it is translated in most translations of the Lord's Prayer, deliver us from evil. Now, if we take all of these various definitions and ideas and sort of compress them into a single idea of what evil is. Evil is our separation from God, our inability to know God, whether out of ignorance or out of willful ignorance. And we see that here played out in today's gospel reading. Christ says, O faithless and perverse generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? It is a rebuke of all of us for turning our back on him, doing those things that separate us from him, doing those things that prevent us from knowing him. Because he says, eternal life is this, the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ whom he sent. And of course, that requires a relationship a relationship with God so that we begin to know him. And of course, with that knowledge and with that relationship comes faith. And the reason that the apostles and the disciples were not able to get rid of this particular demon, Christ tells them, because of your little faith. You have not yet 
figured out who I am. You have not yet entered into that full relationship with me. And if we look at the world today, if we look at our country today, evil in this sense is everywhere. Because again, we have placed more value on groups and associating ourselves with particular groups than we have with associating with Christ or being an individual, that unique and unrepeatable person that Christ went to the cross to save. And we, as the church, have a responsibility to challenge our society, to challenge the assumptions which now rule the day. Because Christ tells his Father that his desire and his hope for us is that we be one as he and the Father are one. And in oneness, there is no room for division. In fact, that's exactly what the devil wishes, is division. And when you place more value on groups than you do on individuals and than you do on God, what we saw this weekend and the violence and the murder that happened this weekend are inevitable. When we say black and white, violence, is the only end game. When we say communist and bourgeoisie, violence is the only end game. When we say us, them, violence is the only end game. And in place of that violence, in place of that division, in place of that separation, all of which are evil, because all of them remove us from that relationship with God. All of them prevent us from knowing God because in each unique and unrepeatable person is the image and likeness of God. And so by me getting to know you, I get to see God in you and I get to know God that much more. I get to learn faith that yes, indeed, he can work through anyone and my faith grows. And as Christ tells us, if we have faith the size of a tiny little mustard seed, we can move mountains. We can stand in the face of all of this tribulation and all of this violence and all of this hate. And we can love, we can forgive, and we can point the world to the truth of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ as he who went to the cross so that everyone might experience the resurrection, so that everyone could behold his glory, so that everyone could be transfigured. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, to the ages of ages.